All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Boing Podcast episode. What, Sean? Why did you say Elon Musk when you? Because I'm counting down Elon. from five like it's a rocket. All right. <laughs> Anyways, it's episode number 157 of the Golf Boing Podcast. I am Jackson. I am here with my two hosts, Sean and Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy, oh, boy. We have, wait, we have Nick, not Ryan. I'm yeah, not. this is yeah. You don't really have to say that anymore. I'm gonna log off, <laughs> you boys. Don't, you don't have to say that anymore. <laughs> it's funny. I miss Ryan. That's how you feel, Nick. Yeah, he misses Ryan too. <laughs> the fans miss Ryan. You know what? I'm just gonna keep. If Ryan wants to do this podcast, I'll drive over to Ryan's right now. He very clearly does want to do this podcast. Yeah. We have a group chat called "Why Have I Not Replaced Nick Yet?" Yeah, that I'm in. Um, <laughs> not even clarify that. that. <laughs> clarify that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, Jackson, recap the match. So <laughs> if you want to learn about the match, <laughs> yeah. we won't talk about from a, it. From a guy who didn't even have his volume on in the match. Um, me and Sean both. Um, I was ready to do the podcast as well, and then uh, yeah, that's my bad, Nick. There was some then, stuff I'm going just kinda, on. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, Wi-Fi's bad," and I'm like, "Okay." No, my granted, uh, you know, granted, my Wi-Fi was horrible. I was in the woods. Probably, I, I it was, wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. No, I, I was I, not in the ideal room for a podcast. Uh, but real quick, actually, before we get into this podcast, I do want to shout out Connor Friedman, and I also want to shout out Jackson Brimfield and all his friends. Um, I think it's just actually unreal that I'm like. So let me give you a quick recap because we got a lot to dive into today. I'm it's Thanksgiving morning. I'm going for a walk on the golf course because the golf course is closed and I'm waiting for the Bears game to start. Go Bears. Um, Just kidding. LOL. And I take a picture and I get a DM from Connor Friedman and he's like, yo, this is my club. That's insane. So then I, I ask him if he wants to play the next day. And I know I didn't really like, I mean, he's in high school. Like I, 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 I like that's like, that's probably a little scary to him. I, I never really anticipated us to play, but um, I tried to make it happen. I just think it's crazy that like, literally did you play or did you just, no, no, we didn't. I played, but we didn't play together because he went okay. home. Um, I love that. He's also our last review. That's what I was going to say. I think I just, I cannot believe that our last podcast review and like our good buddy, like a good solid supporter, Connor Friedman. Like I literally could have met him a couple of days ago. Wow, you're fangirling. I bet if he was a little bit older, he would have done it. Like, cause I mean, yeah. I can only imagine what he thinks of me after you know the podcast, the YouTube videos, my Instagram. Like, it sounds like he just wanted to get the fuck away from you. He's he's probably like, I'd love to golf, but I also don't want to like smoke two joints and drink 15 beers he's like i'd pr- i'd love to golf but not with you <laughs> <laughs> anyone else jackson goes for a walk on the course the next day he sees connor out there he's like yo what the fuck man yeah it's like that was the thing i bet I, I wonder if i actually i wonder if nick was there i wonder if they would have played or sean yeah, i think he probably yeah he probably because I, I feel like me. you guys have better chances than me yeah so, yeah you're a polarizing individual. What can you say? Yeah, I would have if I would have took the opportunity to play with you. If it was, is it a pr- country club or is it just a? Yeah. Pu- I was gonna yeah. say it seemed pretty. It's awesome, dude. They have three courses, and they're all like like it's lakes, foothills, mountains, and it's just you so play cool. All three. 
No, the mountains course is closed. So I played lakes and foothills mm-hmm. and, um, you know, fun, fun fact. I would have shot 39 if I didn't uh, get a triple on, on nine. I would have shot 59 once, but then I, I just, I made some bogeys. And <laughs> if that didn't happen, 59 was in play. If, but I'll, I'll take the 78. I, 59 was in play. I would like to say this has been my first like real golf round in a while, and uh, I hope everyone I, can everyone clap for me. Um, I wasn't scared of hitting the golf ball. Um, Why would that be a fear? No, no, I felt pretty confident <laughs> with my golf swing. I feel really good right now with my golf game. Or just like this is the best I've played like coming right off a plane. So um, yeah, shout out Nick. I'm hitting fades now. That's kind of cool. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you do that. Yeah, me neither. Um, and they're not slices like fades. So yeah, usually when you're like, when usually when you when I'm like, yo, could you hit a fade for me? You like, you're like, yeah, sure. And then you'll like hit like three snap hooks or like two draws, and then you'll be like, ah, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. no, exactly. No, but I'm I'm excited to. <laughs> but I have never really seen you hit a fade though. Me you neither. always have that beautiful little draw. It's not really beautiful. Yeah, it's more of like gosh. a snap hook. I don't remember the last time I've hit a like draw, but uh... I I would like to point out how crazy it is for the guy on our podcast who who used to talk about wanting to be a professional golfer all the time, <laughs> asking for people to clap for him because he's not afraid to hit a golf ball. <laughs> you know, we've had some. I'm actually what the fuck is wrong with you? The division um, one golfer on the podcast. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. Uh, <laughs> Today it was like maybe professional golf still in you know still in the picture. I was hitting the ball well. I was like maybe <laughs> if you want to play professional golf, that's the only thought you can have. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying I've I've dealt with some demons the past couple months. Um, and the demons, I think I'm gonna have an exorcism soon. Um, we'll invite everyone on the podcast to it. But it was just like cool. Like <laughs> I get a YouTube I, video. No, but I'm I'm being like, I'm being honest. This is the most like comfortable I've felt with my golf swing in a while. So I'm really excited. I texted does, my coach. I was like, yeah, like this is my swing coach. I'm like, does the Catholic Church still do exorcisms? Can we? Uh, I don't know. We can, can check. We, can we find a old conservative priest that'll do it for you? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh I mean, God. I think the church as a whole is kind of anti-exorcism these days, but I, I'm sure we could find somebody. Yeah, out we there. could find. Yeah, so an old guy. He's got it. I think so. But do we want to talk? Are we going to talk about the match? I want you guys to take the lead. I'm I would, fine I would imagine about the match or Tiger. What we can talk? What? Of course, we're talking about the match. I don't know. Okay. Fine. Start with the match. You already made a whole podcast. Oh, whole ten minutes. Did you mean like which one to start with? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. I'd say I say let's start with the match because Tiger was a little more recent. Yeah. AKA today. Yeah. <laughs> AKA like an hour ago, two hours ago. We'll we'll skip. We'll, me and Sean will give our recaps in the match. Um, and then you and guys can go listen to the other out. one yeah. and then come back to this one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Jackson's not Keep it easy for you guys. So Sean, you go first. Um. Man, I was hoping you would go first. Oh no, I'll go first. Okay, um, no, no, I'll, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly gonna say, I think this match was my favorite so far. Not because, not for the reasons I thought it would be my favorite. Like, there wasn't great chirping. They kept they kept trying to get the chirping going. Like Phil would. 
kind of instigate it. Um, but, you know, Brooks had some funny comments where, <laughs> like, they would say weird shit like, does this make you want to play with Bryson more often? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. Um, the cupcake thing on the first tee from Bryson was super fucking awkward. Like, <sighs> Bryson just loves doing weird shit like that. And I texted this in our group chat, and I still feel this way. Like, the Bryson and Brooks dynamic to me, especially just given the cupcake situation, is, like, if you if you relate it to high school golf, since that's what we all have in common, it's like a senior who was, like, all state last year, like, dude's just chilling, like, doesn't really give a fuck. Then you have, like, a homeschooled freshman coming in that's <laughs> trying to, like, prove himself, like, <laughs> wants to, like, wants to make it seem like he's the, like, fucking greatest and that's that's Brooks and Bryson. I like Bryson just tries so hard. Like he like he was like chirping Brooks after a putt and then Bryson didn't hole a single putt all day. His his putting was fucking dog shit. Um which I also think just as an overall Bryson take, I think he's going to be a shit putter next year just given the fact that they can't use greens books anymore. I mean I think that's concerning. He relied pretty heavily on that, so I guess I guess that's it for now. But you you can jump in, Nick. Yeah, um, I think that was a perfect uh, analogy. Um, the the senior. I mean, it makes so much sense. Like I think everyone's picturing it in their mind, but like, yeah, like the homeschool freshman, the kid who's like he's probably he's got a ton of talent. He's a good player. He might maybe won some like competitions. Maybe he won the like state ams. Yeah, but uh, kid, he like, liked so badly, so badly, so badly, and I love Brooks. Just like I'm here for the money. Like I really just want to shut this guy up, and I'm here for the money. I'm not here for entertainment. Brooks or Bryson just he did try way too hard to become like likable, which I probably would have done too. But um, I, I I just I think Bryson though needs to go from the match. Like I I think could we get rid of him? Can we also wait? Can we also quickly address the fact that, like, right after he lost, he was just like, "Yeah, no excuses, but I haven't played in two months." Yeah, and it's then there's like, like a first of all, that's that's exactly what that was—an excuse, yeah. and like that's your fault. There's like a video of, I mean, I, I I assume he was saying like I haven't played like competition golf in a while too. Still his fault. Yeah, he like puts out a video of him or him and like GM golf, like recorded a video pretty recently of them playing golf. So it's like your logic, Bryson, there you go. Golf. Um, yeah, and he, he also played a practice round Wednesday. Like, yeah, he it's just played. like, he's acting like he hasn't touched a fucking club in two months. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I missed all these putts. I've just haven't touched my putter. Um, it was, I, it was really good to see him struggle, uh, in a competition like that. And it was just like, can we shut the TV? Like, I just wanted to shut him, him and, Phil was a lot. Phil was a lot, but yeah, I thought Phil. So a lot of people really loved Phil in the booth, and I thought. I mean, he did. He did make some. Like he had some great commentary. Like it was cool hearing him talk about like where they should be looking to leave shots. Like just so much better than Faldo. Like that's that's realistically when you when you hired Faldo. Like the thought process was former former player really good. Like that's what he'll do. And that's just not what Faldo is. It shows that like players can do that. I just thought Phil was talking a bit too much. Like, I think if on a normal broadcast, I think he'd be really good because he'd have to tone it down a bit. But I think he is so much better than anyone we have in golf right now. 
Yeah, just give Phil an ambient. That's my personal take on that. Uh, oh, chill out. What was with the fucking sunglasses? <laughs> that, high as a kite. That was annoying me. And you could see through his glasses. I know. And he, he <laughs> also, speaking of that, when Phil and Bryson were talking about like being in Theta or whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, Charles Barkley was just like he, he's like that's like uh, that's like yoga like they, it's just stretching or analytics it's just statistics like he was just like this is bullshit like I loved that <laughs> they're like trying to explain it to Charles Barkley he's just like no this is just stupid just breathe I'm like yeah when he's like I'm trying to get on my parasympathetic and sympathetic like I'm trying to get in the theta and I'm like oh my god dude you're not like you're, he's like Brooks is in that zen, that like that theta zone, and I'm trying to get there. And I'm like, dude, just try to fucking hit the golf ball. Like, yeah. oh my Brooks's lord. Brooks's version of this zen is just him like turning to Chase and just being like, hey, can I get a lip? Yeah. Like, I think Chase also, I think the under. Well, people didn't talk enough or talk about him as much as, you know, Chase Kepka. I mean, I know his tour, he's trying to play on tour, but that was a pretty good inter, like audition for like a professional caddy job. Like I think I mean, he should get anybody's bag right now. Well, he's gonna he's looping for Brooks in a few tournaments. I know, but I'm just saying like if somebody needs a new caddy. I think Rory probably. Um, Chase I, I mean, could be Ch- the guy. I, Chase is still like, I think he's still making enough money to where it doesn't make sense to start caddying. No, I know. I just like he's still, I, he's still a pretty decent professional golfer. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Um, I just like I kind of like um, I like seeing him and Brooks's conversations. Um, yeah, we I, haven't really seen that. I thought their conversations were a lot more interesting than Bryson and his caddy's conversations. First of all, is there even a reason for Bryson's caddy to be there? <laughs> like, does he fucking contribute anything? No. Like it's just him saying yes to whatever Bryson says. Like there was there was one I don't remember what hole. Uh, Bryson was like long of the green and he was putting it. It was a 42 footer. Bryson just goes, yeah, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it 50% of the way there. Caddy goes, okay, 21 feet. Bryson goes, no, 22. And the caddy goes, okay. Like that, that was all he contributed to that (laughs) conversation. It's just everything he says, like the caddy just like says, if he says halfway, the caddy just does that. And then Bryson adjusts it. (laughs) It's fucking dumb. I agree. It's just like. Very, he's very much just a yes man. Like he's just there for, I don't know. It feels like Globo Jim, Globo Jim versus the average Joe's. Like that's how it felt. Like he's from dodgeball, yeah. Show. <laughs> like that's is, how it kind of felt is to Bryson, me. Is Bryson White Goodman? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> with, wor- with worse hair. Realistically, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it makes so much sense. Like that's and way less of, funny. Yeah. So. uh that's how it felt to me. Um, so. um, I would also like to note. I think I think the long drive competition was like the best part of that broadcast. <laughs> like that long drive competition was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but then oh, I hate when Bryson's like, oh, I love how Brooks got an extra fifty thousand. He's like a hundred k each or fifty k each or whatever it was. Yeah. Or no, was yeah, it a hundred k? Brooks, fifty uh, k each. Didn't, or, didn't, yeah, Bryson's like, oh, I'll do 50. 50 yeah. Then Brooks, Brooks is like, oh, Brooks, let's do 100. Brooks, like, kept, yeah, Brooks kept, like, encouraging him to make, or to donate more money. Yeah. And I think Brooks just wanted to leave. Like, he's like, I really don't want to 
And Bryson's like, can I just hit one more? Can I hit one more? He's like a little kid. Can I Can I please hit one more golf ball, please? Come on. I just – I'm like, you're like every 12-year-old kid who's like, can we just like – I just want to hit it close. Please. Come on. Please. Also, I would – there were so few fairways hit in that match. And I don't know if they were just getting ridiculously lucky – or what? But like, I feel like it felt like every tee shot, like the the cameras made it look like it'd be like in the middle of the, of a forest, and then they would just be like in the rough on the other side, like with a with an open shot. Like I don't know if they were just kicking balls out for entertainment purposes or what. But when Brooks's weird. ball stayed up out of the water, I was like, they for sure like put that there. There's no way that ball stayed up there. See, and I actually I actually did think that one was gonna stay up. But really. I don't know. We had a shit camera angle on it, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. You guys, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I'm like, Jackson's right. actually not talking in this. Go. Um, oh, he's got notes. <laughs> guys, all right. My turn. I don't think those are actually notes about the match. My turn. Let's see. Com two one three nine twenty two. What's the role of ads, Sean? <laughs> Creates value for consumers and advertisers. Okay. Um. Did you just learn that? Like this is your this. No, this is in from September. Oh, so oh. I learned it two months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's 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 fifth year material. For all you, uh, for all you high schoolers, this is what we're learning in college, in your fifth year. What is an ad? <laughs> <laughs> What's a minus? Um, all right, let me shuffle my papers and ask once again if you guys are finished. Yes. I'm just sure. like Skip Bayless. We got a couple of non-undisputed watchers, I can tell. Whew, okay. This match was horrible. This match You didn't have it was the sound horrible. Down. How can you say that? No, Sean. Okay. Here's the sitch. I get done with golf. It's about 3:30. My uncle Todd is done golfing because he probably shot like 54. And I want to go play an extra couple holes. So I go out, play extra couple holes. I come back. My family is finishing some drinks and some wings. And so I had to watch a little bit um, muted, which I was not happy with. Um, but obviously, I'd rather be a fan. Phil Mickelson should not be in the booth. But here's the thing. Phil Mickelson talked too much, right? Brooks and Bryson were doing nothing to help. They were doing absolutely nothing to help. No. So my first take what? Brooks, yeah, no, I, I Brooks, Brooks wasn't trying to talk, I mean, and yeah, I like that. Brooks is a quiet guy. I said that he wanted to kill him. Exactly. Much, like, so Phil and Charles Bryson talked. Bryson needed talked. to talk. Bryson did his best at trying to keep the match entertaining, and I applaud him for it. He was definitely not playing good golf, but hey, I give Bryson credit. He's just trying to prepare for the Hero World Champion, as we all would. But here's the thing. There needs to be four golfers at all times. It's just absolutely unexcusable. Two golfers is not going to get the job done unless his name is Tiger Woods and he's playing a guy named like Jack Nicholas, which obviously can't yeah, Bring the shell wild wild world, world of golf back. Like the two matches. Like they used to have like Gary. It would be like. I, I just I, I think Phil Mickelson would be so much better in a Justin Thomas esque role where he is following them and can provide insights in that way. Like where Phil's in a situation oh, where he can't exactly where he can't talk the whole time. Charles Barkley, get him off. I, I, why, I, I I'm see, wait to what? respond to your Phil comment. That's why I think on like a normal tour telecast, he'd be really Yeah, good. he'd be phenomenal. 
phenomenal. And I think I think just in a situation like that, I I think you need to be more comfortable with a bit of silence, like, um, and he just kept trying to fill the fill the dead air, but I I still think he made some very insightful like points. I thought it was interesting when he explained like the way Bryson talked about his putting. Like that was pretty cool to hear. Um, but yeah, Charles Barkley. Like I don't really understand why he was there, but well, he, he can provide insight or not insight. He can provide comical relief. I just don't think he should be the main guy. It it's nice having him. Like he appeals to the common golfer, like the non golf nerds, and it was good having him when you have both Phil and Bryson because they're just going to fucking nerd out. So it's it's nice to have him to balance that out. But I think in most match situations, Charles Barkley's not really the answer. Yeah. I'd agree. Totally. Uh, as Sean stated, the the non-match was better than the match at like the, the long drive. The, like Those events were way better than the match. Who are you rooting for? Um, probably Bryson. Okay, that's the difference because I enjoyed um, this and I was rooting for Brooks. I didn't have any issues with Brooks winning or Bryson winning. I wanted, I just want, I, I wasn't even looking for a good golf. I was looking for entertainment, uh, which I feel like I was not provided. But I, 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 and I know both of you all disagree with this. I'm done with the matches. I think they need to end immediately. Um, I, mean, I think I it's. Think it's- it's a huge money grab at this point. Yeah, it's a huge money grab. And I'm not trying to say they shouldn't, you know, these are for great causes, obviously. But I think what this does is it sets a good foundation of, like, I think it's time to step back in 2022 and really evaluate this and try and make it good. I don't know if they should have more than four golfers, maybe have eight golf. I don't know what the proper format is. I don't know what who the proper commentators are. All I know is that they need to start making these adjustments because it, I mean – even for guys like you, like people who enjoyed this, like it's getting played out. Like it's just getting played out. And I I just want to see something change. I don't know what it would be because these just don't do it for me. I don't know what it is. I, I, but they brought in, what was it? 5.6 million, 10 million. I can't believe like, that's such a small number to me, Uh, but it's good for golf. Like that's a huge number for golf for a match it's just these don't do anything for me anymore and i like the four mans way more i feel like you can do a two-man properly but they i I don't know what the issue is really there's just a bunch of them i think it would be interesting if they want to do a two-man to have two two-man matches two two two-mans exactly yes perfect like because the one thing that did annoy me about the match was just how many fucking commercials there were there's so many because what else are you gonna do yeah so after every hole there were like four minutes of commercials then there were times where like they'd finish a hole go to commercial they'd like do a recap of what happened so far and then go back to commercial it's like what the fuck like so i mean they just need something else happening it's interesting they didn't have like people calling in this time yeah. like they have in previous matches that yeah. i'm surprised that that didn't happen and then we also didn't like see any side bets here yeah i i felt like they kind of assumed do you know who was it nbc no it was uh tnt right TNT, yeah, yeah tnt i feel like they just assumed that um and i think a lot of us did too that bryson and brooks would be 
I mean, like us as a podcast, we were mentioning this, like it's probably not going to be as good as people are anticipating, but I think like if you tell a random person, like my, like my family, for example, they all like my golf family wanted to watch this match, but it's like, I, I, as we mentioned earlier in pot, like it's like in that PGA championship, like you don't want Brooks and Bryson to play together. Cause it's going to end it. Like they're not. Brooks isn't going to go around saying dumb shit to get on bright. Like he does, but he's not going to take it to that next Brooks, level. Brooks is very subtle about it. Exactly. I, I feel like Bryson like isn't, I, I just feel like people were looking for like drama and it's like, you'll get some glimpses of it. Like, you know, you saw the cupcakes, you saw the eye rolls, you saw the, like the quotes, but I just feel like people were anticipating it to be filled with that when it's like that, like us, we knew that going into it. It's like Brooks is so quiet. He's he'll say his comments, but it's not like he's going to carry the whole thing. And yeah. as you guys are pointing out, it, Bryson is he's just such an individual, like whether or not you love him or you hate him. Like, I, I just think this is his personality and a lot of people don't like it, but it, it's just like. I don't know, they need more than just four people talking because Bryson and Brooks, like, I don't know. That's why I like the four man because you have you have the the like mm-hmm. I like the caddy player interaction, but as you guys are pointing out, what the fuck is Bresson's caddy there for? It I like when Phil's playing with Tom Brady or you know Aaron Rodgers and they're like going through it, and you can fill gaps with that. Mm-hmm. So, right. like the two two mans two two man on a nine hole and then finish it all or like something you know figure out some way where you have two groups playing. Yeah, honestly, doing doing two nine like two nine hole matches at one time, and then having the winners of those go play the back nine against each other, like that would yeah. be a cool format. And another thing, I feel like they I should will... incorporate new people. I'm sorry, like I feel like they should, like as you're saying, call ins. Like it would be cool if just some random person came onto these, like after like the sixth hole, and it's like, oh, we got a call in from from Dustin Johnson or whatever. Like you like you're saying, it's they need to fit, they need to bring in a lot more people. Yeah. yeah, well, I, th- I think that caps up the the match. We've been on that for a while. No, we're just getting started. Jesus Christ, we're just getting started. I thought it was really cool that um, I have to go but... pick up my dinner soon. They just called me and said it was ready. Wow, cool. You should probably go do that. I know. Phil gives a read to Brooks on two, and he sinks it. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I. I think I don't think that he could hear or that Phil could hear Brooks or Brooks. Could hear. I, I, I think they like could the, hear a little bit. Yeah, something like that. I don't that. know if he, I don't think he was supposed to hear Phil then. Like they were str- okay. they were struggling with that audio. Yeah, yeah, it was really messed up. But overall, I thought it was a good thing. I liked the match. I I'd give it a it. I'd give it a five and a half. I will say a lot of people are concerned you. about the twelve holes. And I think I think the twelve holes works a lot better. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think 12, twelve hole golf is the the movement for I don't a lot of think people. As we've we've talked about, Sean and I, we've talked about this in our in our making our own golf course, having more than just eighteen holes available. Yeah, I just don't think uh, I don't think you can ask people to tune into a match for four hours or four and a half hours, and in a match like this where like it starts to get lopsided, like you want it to end pretty early. So it ending after eight or nine, whatever it was. Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty nice. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what they decide to do next. Cause I'm, I'm imagining they'll get them another match going here soon. I mean, early 2022. 
and I'm guessing that Phil's going to keep being involved because oh, yeah. he and he and Tom Brady are like the producers of these matches. I would imagine Chuck stays involved as well. That's yeah. the that's the issue I have. But we'll see if they can make the proper adjustments. We'll see in the second half. Got to keep playing defense. Get back on. Get back on possession. Mm-hmm. Limit transition points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we uh do we want to talk about the Tiger interview? Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's uh relevant. I didn't know. I just saw the quotes from it that he's Honestly, so I'm I'm sure you saw the quote uh about him playing a pretty like very limited schedule. We all follow Zire. Uh not not where I saw it, but okay. <laughs> uh, like so for those who didn't see it, he just said he's going to pick a few tournaments a year kind of like Hogan used to do. Like he that's or that's his like long term goal. He never never plans or just doesn't think it's gonna be realis- realistic to play a full tournament schedule again. He's not even sure he can compete at that level. But I I'm I'm glad that Tiger like kind of has that mentality of like it would just be nice to be able to compete a little bit again. Like he's not gonna go and try like do too much out there. And it was interesting during the interview. A lot of it was talking about like Charlie. And how he wants to like help Charlie get better and just like watch him grow up, and I think it's cool to see that side of Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's pretty like kind of what he's been doing anyways. <laughs> he hasn't really played like a full PGA Tour. Like, see, just... that's what I said to Sean. Yeah, but I I think it's going to be even less than what. He yeah, doing. I I don't I, I think he's going to play all the majors. Probably the World Golf stuff. Any he'll, he'll play a couple like small. I don't even. I don't think so. Many. Yeah, I don't I think, think it'll so. be like six tournaments a year, like the majors and two other. <laughs> so I, like, I, don't, I think he'll play know, all the WGCs. I don't even know that it's going to yeah. be all the majors. I don't even know if he'll be eligible for the WGCs by then. Yeah. But I don't even know if it'll be all the majors. It's going to be totally dependent on like how his body is feeling at that particular time. I think we're like, talking five. I think, yeah, I think like six tournaments a year is what to expect. But I think it was. It was crazy to hear him talk about, like, he said at one point it was a pretty close to a 50-50 chance that they were going to amputate his leg. Jeez. Like, I didn't realize it was quite that serious. That's, I mean, that's That's scary. And it's interesting to hear him talk about, like, how far away he still is. Like, he says he's not even halfway done with his recovery. Um so I, I just think that puts things in perspective. Like, I feel like people have, after that video of him hitting golf balls, people have these crazy expectations for him. And I, I think it's it's nice to see that, like, he has very realistic expectations for himself. Yeah. Because, you know, keep in mind, he only played seven last year. He played seven in 2020, and he played 12 in 2019. So, like, as what Nick was kind of saying, like, we're starting to see a little less. Like, in 2020, he only played in the PGA Championship. I'm pretty sure. I don't think the Masters counted um, because he missed the other one. I mean, 2020 is also a tough year to talk about because there wasn't wasn't golf. Yeah, huge, huge gap missing. Yeah. I'm excited. I I don't really I, I think it I think that's what's gonna make it so great is him just coming back for the limited because you're gonna it's kind of almost like LeBron right now where it's like you're just kind of trying to but LeBron's healthy like you're you're just trying to enjoy whatever is left. I think he still wins a golf tournament and I that's so crazy, but like 
before his injury, it, it's crazy because like a bad like at the PGA Championship 2020, he goes like 67, 72, 71, 68, tied for like 40th or something like that. And that's like a bad tournament for Tiger. I just hope that I, I hope that it's not like what we saw kind of when we were in high school when he came back and he would just like miss a cut or he'd withdraw like Sean saying, I mean, he's not even halfway done with his recovery. So you got to kind of keep your expectations in check, but I, I don't think physically, obviously it doesn't really make sense, but I think just some way, somehow he wins another important tournament at some point in his career. I agree. I, I think somehow, somehow, I just, somehow, I just some way don't after listening to him talk. Yeah, like, like, would you have thought part, he won the Masters? I, 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 it depends when you had asked me, but like, I, I, I'd say that's a lot less surprising than him winning a tournament now. After his, I think, yeah, I think there were just like there were some parts of the interview where he was talking, like one part in particular, he was talking about like just his short game, like he can still pull off some of these shots around the green, but he was just like, yeah, shots. Shots I used to be able to hit to two or three feet. Now I hit to 10 or 12 feet. And, like, that's the big differentiator. I, I just think it's little things like that. Like, I think just I don't know that his feel will ever fully recover. And I I, I just don't know if he'll get his body in, in a place to be able to compete with these young golfers. Like, he's he lost all of his core strength, has no muscle in his leg, like I just, I think that's so tough at his age to to be able to get all that back and then compete with such a deep feet, like field of players on the PGA Tour. The good news is, don't you think this sets him up pretty nicely for a at least Champions League some type of career? No, I don't. He'll really play Champions Tour. No, I don't. He doesn't have enough left to prove to play the Champions Tour. Like he doesn't need the money, yeah. And but does I Phil? That, I almost think that uh, Phil needs the money more than more shit. Than I guess what yeah with the gambling. <laughs> I, yeah, I almost think that it would almost like taint his reputation or like taint his legacy a bit if he started playing the Champions Tour. But what if he's what if he's pulling off like what if his worst finish when he comes back in these five six events a year is like fiftieth. Like he's making the cuts. He's not really doing much, but he's making the cuts. I see what you're saying though, because I wouldn't. It's like Jordan going to the Wizards. Like you're kind of just you're just milking it at that point. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the only reason that I think Tiger would play in the Champions Tour isn't obviously because of money; it's just because of the love uh, of competing. See, but as you're I, saying with Charlie. It seems like new, um, like he's got new. I can't think of the word. As priorities, yeah. yeah. I I think, I think it's not even really a love of competing at this point. I think it's just more of a love of golf for Tiger. Yeah, and winning. Yeah. And I think he, I think he actually like really loves being a dad, and like I think that's I. Well, if you actually like listen to the interview, I think that's what's motivated him so much was like to be able to play with Charlie again. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's one of his bigger goals. So I think you know maybe like he'll try and play 
few tournaments a year on tour for a couple of years, but I think his like bigger goal is to like just be a father to Charlie and to yeah. help Charlie become a better player. Yeah, that's good. And hearing for hearing his hearing his stories about Charlie <laughs> recently is pretty funny. <laughs> like they they like have competitions all the time, and Charlie just like starts chirping him. <laughs> so exactly what I said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like legitimately, Char- Charlie apparently just chirps the hell out of everybody. Like, apparently <sighs> Justin Thomas came over to Tiger's house, and Charlie just goes, "Hey, hey, JT, how many uh, how many PGA championships have you won?" And JT's <laughs> like, "Oh, I've I've won one," and Charlie just goes, "Oh." I see four back there. <laughs> and J- JT just goes, yeah, I see four of your dad's trophies, not yours. <laughs> it's Charlie, like 11. That's so funny. Uh, 12. 12. Yeah. Learning from the best. So, Sean, what do you think? PNC return? PNC debut or no? No. <laughs> I think he shows up. Shows maybe, up. Maybe a couple years down the line, he'll try and try and play one of those. Wow. Just to, like do something I, with his kid. But I bet you Charlie's like begging him to play. He, I think Charlie lives for those moments. It was. It was also interesting. Um, just with Charlie, like Tiger said, he wanted to get to the point where he could go to t- Charlie's golf tournaments again. Like that was a big deal for him because he was seeing Charlie shoot all these high scores. And he was talking about like how bad Charlie's temper is on the course, and like just some of the some of the lessons he was like teaching Charlie about that were so interesting. And like as a as a pretty angry golfer myself, or former former angry golfer, like it was it was interesting to hear Tiger's perspective on like getting angry on the course. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for him to watch his kid. I feel like everyone's gonna just flock when I can't wait, dude. Gosh. When Charlie goes to college, that's when it gets started. Stanford. I mean, oh I, mean my I feel like people had such big expectations for when John Daly's or little John Daly went to college too, and no, nobody cares. Yeah, but like, this isn't, kinda, it's different. I'm not comparing st- apples to oranges here. Yeah, I mean, he kind of stinks. Yeah, I mean, John Daly, like, I love John Daly, but let's look at John Daly's resume. Okay. I've uh, yeah, I but I I said I said when little John committed to Arkansas that he wasn't good enough to play there. Nobody believed me. Everyone's like, oh, he's he's gonna be on tour. He's the next big thing. He stinks. He's a freshman, man. Give him still freshman, man. I know. I agree with you. I've I've kind of I given that take as well. But yeah, I played That's... golf with a kid from Louisville this um this trip on, and... on the team. Yeah, and dude, I played with him for for one hole. It's like the hardest hole on the nine. He throws it to like, I don't know, six feet for birdie, misses it, and he's like, it's just, it's like playing golf with Nick. It's just crazy. Like these guys get Jackson Brimfield. Yeah, it's crazy because so, like, the Governor's Club is where where I was staying, and that's where I first play golf like that's where i first ever played golf and he lived there and so when i first got into golf i'm talking like seventh grade sixth grade here like i played with him but like you know he was such a young kid he's like four or five years younger than me it's just he's like literally on the louisville golf team now playing like it's like playing with nick it's just like frustrating if you were if you were like a competitive person and he's like your best friend and you're like on the golf team, it's like 
Jeez, dude, you're so good. Like, fuck. Maybe that could have been you if you would have just stayed in North Carolina. <sighs> yeah, I mean, my name's Jackson. True. So shout out to the Jacksons who are prof- pursuing professional golf. Cause as far as I, I, are there even any Jacksons on tour? There's definitely, I bet there is a Jackson on tour. Yeah, there has to be, but it's a basic white name. It's not basic at all. Jack's extremely basic. I don't know any Jacksons in my whole life that I talked to on a consistent basis, except Decker, obviously. <laughs> That was a really good inside joke. So, uh, very the, good inside joke. The highest ranked, <laughs> the highest ranked Jackson in the world. Oh, yeah, there are no good Jacksons at golf, actually. Yeah, there, there are no Jacksons actually like in the OWGR rankings. That's discriminatory towards they're our name. Bunch, they're a bunch at like seventeen eighty five, but that's like where they stop ranking. <laughs> Tough time to be a Jackson on tour. We're here to change that. Yeah, I mean it's no, it's no Sean. I'm sure. Yeah, some, I'm sure there are some decent Sean's. It's no Nick either. No. Yeah, I mean, but I can't be, think. Of, best, I actually, best Sean either. is 143. Who's that? Sean O'Hara. Sean Crocker. Sean. Who the O'Hara's, hell is that? Sean, Sean O'Hara is one or 445. There are many good Sean's actually. Yeah, I, are there even any good Nicks? I don't. Nick Watney. Okay. Yep. One of the top golfers Nick, in the world right now. Nick Taylor, Nick Hardy. Nick Watney's 351, dude. Nick Sean, Wimara. check the FedEx. We don't talk about the OGWR here. I mean, honestly, there are only there are only three Nicks in the top 500. Wow. Nick okay. Taylor, Nick Hardy, and Nick Watney. I wonder what, like, statistically speaking, like, if you want your kid to be good at golf, if you were to correlate it to names, I wonder what it would be. Probably Jack. Yeah. Or, like, Tom, maybe. No, I'd Ooh, say Tom, yeah, Tom or Thomas might be the best. Yeah, because there are no good Jacks right now. But is there any good Toms right now? No, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Tom Hoagie or Hogue, whatever you say it. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hoagie. Tom Lewis, Tommy Ganey. Okay, yeah. Tom Lewis, I love Tom Lewis. So maybe or like maybe Jim or John, I don't know. We'll have I've to do enough. a podcast I've had about enough. this. Yeah. <laughs> I've had enough. I have to go pick up my fucking pizza. Oh, Nick. Nick, horoscopes. Oh, my God. What'd you get? You got pizza? Yeah, I have to go. From the uh, legacy? For like 30 minutes. No, this. I'm on Anna Marie Island. Yeah. All right. Oh, Sean. Oof. I'm sorry, brother. I wish I knew this going into the podcast. You're drowning in feels. <laughs> Damn. What's mine? What's mine? I'm feeling What's bad mine? for you, brother. Before your love life, your love life on the incline, on the incline. Uh-oh, Ooh, uh-oh. Don't sleep on Nick. Don't sleep and on for Nick. me, live the past blind. I don't Ooh. resonate with that. Come on. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, great pop- I'm not claiming mine. Nick, you can go. Okay, cheers. You're great excused. Pop- great. Thank you. I'm so sorry. It, it's I don't know why it was done so soon. Why are you yelling into the mic? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Can we kick him? Just get him off the call. He's done. No, I'll just mute him. Oh, he's gone. Thank God. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. <laughs> that just Unless really bothered. That really made me angry. He's doing the podcast. All right, guys. I'm gonna go with my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've just like made people's ears bleed. Yeah, and so did I. So, um, 
sorry for letting your ears bleed. So thank you all for coming. Yeah, thank you guys for coming. Leave us a review and a rating. This is an ASMR podcast now. DM us on it on Twitter at Golf Bowling Pod to stay up to date can with somebody, us. Can somebody please give us a review? Yes, seriously. It's been since June 10th. I don't care if it's a fucking one star at this point. Give us a one star, please. I'm begging you to give us a one star right now. I'd rather have you hate us than just, like, not care. Yeah, exactly. Come on, it's almost December here. Do we need to be more controversial? I think so. I think so. Apparently. Apparently. All right. We've been too PC recently. Been too PC, fucking sons of bitches. God, go fuck yourself if you don't leave a review. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. There goes the uh, explicit rating. Fuck. God well, damn it. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>